Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Um, This week marks the 10th episode of Gab with Gabby, which might not seem like a big deal to a lot of people, but for someone who notoriously does not finish projects, this is a very big deal to me. I said that in the first episode, the inauguration. That's just like not my thing. I get a lot of hobbies. I like get into a lot of things and I do it once or twice. And then that's like about it. So the fact that I've done this 10 whole times and 10 whole weeks in a row, I'm going to give myself a good old pat on the back for that for sure. And I just wanted to say I couldn't do it without you guys that are listening because it really motivates me to know that people are listening and enjoying maybe laughing once or twice. So truly thank you for being a part of this and I hope you continue to join me please and thank you. So Last week, I shared a bunch of songs that I was obsessed with or that I've been obsessed with over the last couple of weeks, and I asked you guys to share what songs that you've been listening to as well, and I decided, why not make a playlist? Betches love playlists, Um, and I thought I could update it with my faves of the week, and you guys could continue sending in what you're listening to, and we could just have this gab with gabby podcast or god um playlists that we're all listening to and i thought i would share with you guys what some of the well all of them the submissions were last week that everyone's listening to we have take me as i am by chuck adams sunbathe by tanya and miguel i love miguel roots cautious clay triple s by ynj never heard Juice Castell Remix by Young Franco. Actually, I will say I haven't heard, I've only heard of three of the songs that everyone submitted. So I appreciate it. No, four. Because that means that I get to, you know, hear more music. So I appreciate it. Um, Sala Odeza Remix. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Either of those words, to be quite honest. Up by Cardi B. So good. I don't know if you guys saw... um, the interview that she did with Jimmy Fallon where he asks what that means but it was funny please go watch it if you have it astronaut in the ocean which I didn't think I knew and then I listened to it and I realized I did know it and I think that's thanks to TikTok I'll take it um heat waves like glass animals today by Jefferson Airplane when we were young by I by Adele I'm getting nervous oh my god um that one is just a classic and in fact that entire album is just chef's kiss as I mentioned a couple episodes ago when I talked about what albums I would bring on a deserted island we have man I feel like a woman Shania Twain classic and then the last submission is all too well but no not the Taylor Swift version a Dan Campbell version, which is like alt. Um, That's how it's been described to me. So yeah, if you want to listen to any of these or to any of the songs I talked about last week, they are officially on a playlist, which you can search. 
Gab with Gabby weekly obsessions. And yeah, I'm going to keep updating it. I think it's going to be fun. Um, my obsessions this week, What You Got by Colby O'Donis, who also did a feature on Just Dance. I think that's the song with Lady Gaga. I think that's the Lady Gaga song. Yeah. I just remember being in the ninth grade with my friend Devin and we were in the back of a van, I think, going on a trip for crew and bopping to that song, like screaming what you got over and over again. And I think it got rediscovered or I rediscovered it when I refound right now, Na Na by Akon. So now it's back on my radar and thank God for that. And then I also have been obsessed with water under the bridge and that is thank you to Delia who submitted when we were young and that song that like I said that entire album is really good but water under the bridge specifically I will like rip out my vocal cords every time I sing along to it trying to hit those notes and it just it is so good and I when I this happens like I feel like once a month I like remember the song exists and then when I do I listen to it over and over and over again because it's just it's so and like don't get me wrong I don't even have anyone that I feel those kinds of emotions for but like that is one of those songs that I listen to and I'm like oh right in the feels right in the feels okay also last week I mentioned that TikTok trend where people are putting on bikini bottoms, crisscrossed, and making them a bikini top. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to talk shit, I should at least give it a try, right? Always try something once. So I'm like going through my bikini bottom, (laughs) SpongeBob, I'm going like through my bin trying to find my bikinis, my bikini bottoms. And I thought I had... um, a set from Aerie that I had in multiple colors, but turns out I didn't. So on my left boob, I put one very tight bathing suit bottom. And then on my other one, I put one that's like a little bit bigger. And the one that was bigger, let me tell you, I would not have been able to, first of all, I would not ever choose to willingly wear that out in public. Second of all, the one that was looser, my, let me just tell you, things were flopping around and it was not pretty. But then the one that was tight was like too tight. I felt very suffocated. So all of that to say that just buy bikini bottoms that already fit and just, you know, just stick to that. That's my, that's my humble suggestion to you guys. Picture this. It was Sunday. Deb and I were watching a movie and we're both bored. We're thinking, let's do some swiping. Again, it's a Sunday. It's the, that's just, you know, that's the ritual. That's what we do on Sundays when we're bored and we're like, oh God, let's find some entertainment. So she decides, sorry, Deb, I'm putting you on the spot here. She decides, let me pay for Hinge Premium. And I'd done it before and I couldn't remember. It like obviously didn't go well. I'm still single. Um, and I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it too. It's $20 for a month, whatever. I won't commit to, there's an option that you can do three months at a time. And I remember that last time that I've only ever paid for Hinge Premium one other time. And when I did, I signed up for the three month one 
And then like a week later got sick of swiping and was like, no, I'm not doing this. So I spent, I paid like a three month subscription for no reason. So I paid for Hinge Premium and I'm like going through, I like get back on the app and I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What was I expecting here? Hinge Premium, if you don't know, allows you two things. One, it allows you to set um, anything that you want as like a, a preference. So you can pick like what height you want in someone, um, what political view they are, whatever, whatever, whatever. You can set one of those criteria as, or any, maybe all of them, I don't know, as a deal breaker, meaning that it won't show you anybody that doesn't meet that criteria. That's helpful. But then the other reason why people pay for Hinge Premium is that normally Hinge will only allow you 10 likes per day. If you run out of likes, you got to wait again until the next day. Do you want to know how many times I've actually run out of likes on Hinge? Once, one time, maybe twice. That might be my imagination. So I paid $20 to be able to swipe just as much as I already do, which is not at all. I don't, I don't really understand what was going on in my brain. I think at the time, I thought that by me paying for Hinge, and I realized this makes no sense whatsoever, but I think I thought that by me paying for it, I would get a better pool of candidates. Like, okay, only show me the people I'm attracted to. And that's very much not how that works. So I'm now out $20 and just as much stupid, just as stupid. Yes. Yeah. I'm really, really driving that point home here right now. Speaking of TikTok, I saw this video that had probably 2 million views. And I think you'll understand why when I explain it, where a girl let us know, she clued us in, that you can tell how tall a guy is based on his neck length. Um, Some of the people that she used as examples were a little bit questionable, i.e. she started off with Chris Brown. Um, I mean, the math stood, you know, he has a very long neck. He's like six foot three, but you know, not necessarily as socially acceptable. Um, And then she went on and gave some other examples. And now I can't stop staring at guys' necks. On dating profiles, it seems to be the very first thing that I look at, which is fine and great. But well, one on Hinge, it tells you guys' height. But and but so why why do I need that? And I guess her point was like, well, if a guy has a short neck and he tells you he's six five, he, you know, he's obviously not six five. But I think those of us who have some experience in the swiping game can tell if someone's like actually six five. Like the the above six range, I feel free to disagree with me. The I'm saying that to the vast openness of nothing. Um <clears throat> But the the six feet and above range, I feel like one is a pretty safe bet. And two, like, is pretty self like I think it's pretty obvious. The 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 danger zone, you know, the area where people have the most amount of questions, I think really is like the five five to five ten. Because a guy could look like he's five ten, that's just like a couple inches taller than me, which like, you know, if I have a bun 
like I have on right now, I, I, like I'm 5'10 probably, versus like 5'5 five five where you're shorter than me and I'm looking down on you. Um, so all of that to say that, yeah, now I'm staring at next and maybe that's like the new, going to be the new thing and I'm not alone in it, but that's been what this week has been like on the dating apps for me. And yes, going back to my earlier point of paying for Hinge, I am trying to make it a point to swipe every day, even if just for a little so I can get my money's worth, but that that in and of itself is a work in progress. So last week, I talked about dating in a pandemic and how it's pretty difficult. I have another story for you today. This one is a little bit more vulnerable in a way just because I would I'm not even gonna go there. Okay. So last fall, so fall of 2019, I was quote unquote talking to this guy. We went on a date, hung out, and then after that it really just was only texting but like day and night good morning good night like all of that um whatever that went on for probably a far longer than I should have allowed it to oh oh and we talked for two weeks before we went on the first date the reason why I bring this up is because that is just like a recurring theme for me um so by the time we went on a date like we'd already been talking every single day for two weeks which is kind of a lot anyways so At a certain point, I obviously, as a normal person should do, ask, like, where is this going? Like, we'd hung out again, but hung out, read between the lines here of what that means. Um, And he told me that he didn't know what he was looking for. He wasn't sure if he was looking for a relationship or whatever. And, you know, I'm not going to go into more detail about that, but I was like, okay, we didn't really continue talking. We just would text when we were trying to coordinate hanging out, which happened a few more times. And then you fast forward to pandemic and the very weekend that everything shut down, like that very last weekend, I didn't go out. And who do I wake up to a text from asking me to hang out? That person. So I was semi-called the very last booty call. Um, We didn't talk through all the pandemic, obviously, or like whatever, COVID. That was in March. Um, And then my birthday weekend is Memorial Day weekend. And Gib got very drunk, as she does. And this was actually like worse than I normally do. So whatever. Just a little add that in there. And I texted him obviously, because I do stupid shit like that. And I honestly, I wanted to just check in, see like, hey, are you working? Like, is everything okay? You know, this was still, I mean, like my birthday, like I said, Memorial Day weekend, like everything is still fresh, like nothing's open. And he responded not until the next day and was like very short with me, clearly not wanting to talk, which was fine. Listen, I can take a hint. I appreciate when the universe very clearly says, look, this person is very much not interested in you. Like I I can, after however many months, I can take a hint. All right. I get it. So whatever. That's fine. That was fine. But then later that summer, 
I, by sources that I will not explain here, found out that he had a girlfriend and I ended up seeing something that she posted with him. Um, that was the weekend after my birthday. So questions I have here. One, why the fuck would you not just be a grown adult when I text you? Obviously, we haven't talked in months. We really only talk to hang out. Why would you not say, hey, by the way, I'm seeing somebody? Be, 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 be an adult. You make me look like a fucking idiot just because you can't just grow up. Um, and then also... The reason why I, you know, put this as a part of the dating in a pandemic segment, what, 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 everything was still very much closed down. So my questions are, did you meet someone new during the pandemic, which like no one was really meeting anyone new, like Deb was still the only person that I was seeing outside of my family, um, or was this someone that you'd been seeing way before? And that again, you just like never felt the need that you needed to tell me. Um, so I realize this all sounds probably very petty, but you know, while some of us were sitting around having stupid conversations about mini golf with guys that they had no prospect of potentially seeing because no one could go outside, some people were out there finding new people for themselves. Um, so that's my story about dating in a pandemic today. I have a few other stories, but those will be in the coming weeks. And maybe I can continue to add to that if I can just freaking commit to swiping on Hinge. Okay. I think that's all that I have today. The only other thing I wanted to mention was that I went on LinkedIn and I don't even know why, because I try not going on there. Um, and I know, you know, everyone kind of deals with like social media comparison in their own way. So like on Instagram and whatever. But for me, for some reason, going on LinkedIn just always makes me feel like shit about myself. And I don't understand why. Like I'm happy in my job. I like what I do. But for some reason, I look at what everyone else is doing and like their titles and like what company they're at and like all this shit. And for some reason, I'm always like, oh my God, what am, what am I doing with my life? Like I should be doing a lot more. Like I'm not far along enough. And I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. And I just keep waiting for like when that will stop. I'm like, all right, sis, you're almost 27. Like, can we, can you just appreciate what you have? But Anyways, that was a little bit of what I went through this week. So yeah, thank you guys again for listening. Go check out the playlist. Like I said, I'm going to be updating it with um, what I'm listening to, what everyone else is listening to. And as always, let me know what you thought of the episode and I will see you guys next week. Let's get after it. Let's have a good weekend. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day weekend, like number two. Yeah, let's do it.